Okay, happy Thursday, everybody. I hope you're having a great week. I just want to start this podcast off with saying if you aren't subscribed to Four Things with Amy Brown, then you should please subscribe (laughs) and rate and review because that's like super helpful. And just a reminder, because you might be listening now and you're like, I don't even know how I found this girl. I don't know if I'm going to subscribe, but I'm just going to go and tell you, you should subscribe. Let's do it. Um, Thank you so much for your Pimp and Joy purchases the last um, week and a half ever since the tornado in Tennessee. Y'all have been amazing. Like I am blown away at your generosity and your willingness to like, maybe you have 10 Pimp and Joy items already. And the last thing you need is another one, but you, you show up every time and you're like, you know what? I'm going to get, I'm going to get the new tie dye thing. I'm going to get a new hat or I'm going to buy a shirt for a friend because it's going towards a great cause. And all proceeds are going to the tornado relief right now. And really anytime we have to rally together and, and raise money for something for someone or something that's going on. I mean, Pim and Joy is all proceeds all the time. And we even keep a general fund that we can pull from at times if we hear of a need and we're able to respond, but it's literally because of you. And that's not lost on us one single bit. So just wanted to say thank you, thank you, thank you. And also to all of you that have responded and purchased the shirts that Stashira designed and made um, that say empowered women, empower women. Like it's so cool to see y'all. We haven't even really talked about it that much, but y'all are buying them. And that's, it's just super cool because all the proceeds from that are going to organizations that empower women and girls. And we can make a difference together. You can hopefully own a an item from our line that is super cute and is comfortable and feels good, but you can feel good wearing it knowing that it's supported some awesome causes. And anytime you shop for things or a spa, like that's supporting Haiti. So it's just not lost on us. And we've seen a lot of you shopping and posting lately. And that is just super cool. It is why we do what we do and why I'm thankful to have a platform that I have. And so that I can combine the apparel and fashion type stuff that we're doing for good, but actually have people that will respond and buy it. So that's neat. Chase is here too. Say what up, Chase. What up? What up? Um, so RadioAmy.com, that's where you can find uh, links to the Empowered Women shirts. That's where you can find Pimp and Joy stuff. That's where you can just find Four Things Totes, which are under our spa line. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm excited about today's episode, speaking of Empowered Women, because I have Britt Morin coming on, and she is definitely an empowered woman that is empowering women. And she's the founder and CEO of Brit and Co. And this is the uh, Brit and Co. This is the, you know, thing, the bio on Instagram on a mission to help women feel better, get smarter and LOL a little. (laughs) I love that so much. So got some fun stuff with her. And then also ways you can support women around the world, like kind of 
World Vision put up this article and talked about different ways you can show up for women, Um, whether it's helping provide clean water, which is like a huge thing, or it's just like we've said a couple of times on the podcast, just sending someone that you admire, like a woman that is a figure in your life that you look up to, send them a text and tell them you appreciate them. Simple, free, cost you nothing, but you can... That's a way to empower a woman in your life. And then that's you being empowered. So that, but, but the other, there's things around the world. There's different ways where you can be intentional about supporting women and girls. And then I've got a cool quote from Maya Angelou, not even a quote, actually, it's a poem and you might have to listen to it once or twice. I think it's, I mean, obviously it's good and it's Maya Angelou. Anytime I think of Maya Angelou now, I think of Oprah back when we were doing the the gratitude episode and uh, we were just highlighting all of the positive reasons why you should um, be practicing gratitude. And we had this thing from Oprah.com where she in like 1996 or something, was it? It was the late nineties. Yeah. She had, she, she shared her from her gratitude journal and it was like, I had sorbet on a bench in a park. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And then like her fourth thing was like the biggest name drop ever. She's like, my friend Maya Angelou called me today and shared with me some wise words. I was like, dang, like that's baller status. I mean, <laughs> like, she is Oprah. When your friend, I know yeah. she is. So, um, but yeah, so my friend Maya Angelou <laughs> um, shared with me this beautiful poem and I'm, I'm going to read it to you. So I hope that... Um, Y'all are doing well and that you're going strong with the gratitude challenge. And for me, it's been so helpful. I'm so thankful that we're doing this and it's the whole month of March. Don't worry if you haven't started, you can hop on board now. Chase, are you doing it? I'm doing it. Okay. You're still still on track? Yeah. Still cruising? Every day. There, there was a night when I was so tired where I had already crawled in bed and I was like, dang it. I will oh, say- I have to practice gratitude. I forgot I'm in a challenge and I'm, I'm posting every day. So that's my accountability is posting to my Insta stories. And I did not, I tell you, I was not feeling it, but once I did it, I felt better. Yeah. I'll go back a day if I have to, like I might wake up and I didn't do it. (gasps) I know that's That's kind of every day. That is not, that's not kind of cheating. That's cheating. Well, there's been no pressure. Twice. It's not even, it's like, it's been like, I mean, (laughs) 12 days or whatever. I failed. I guess I'm trying. Okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just giving you a hard time. There is no, there is no, you know, fail until you don't. Yeah. Like my friend Bobby Bones would say, actually, is that my name drop? Like is Oprah's Maya Angelou, like me being able to be like, my good friend Bobby Bones once told me. I think that works. Fail until you don't. Fight, grind, repeat. So did y'all know there's even fight, grind, repeat merch? Some people don't know that, but it's up at the shop forward under can't see apparel like there's fights and they support i don't know what cause it's supporting for sure but there is fight grind repeat stuff and it is that's another thing like you can wear pimp and joy or wear whatever but everything from the shop forward has a good message attached to it and i feel like when you wear it you'll be reminded of some sort of message gives back in some way yeah yeah gives back for sure so mm -hmm. keep that keep at it chase keep at it i'm gonna keep trying like what i i can't believe this Although there's no judgment, I am shocked. I was going to say, like, I've been doing this for almost a year because of you. Because you told me, like, January 2019, I needed to start doing it. So we were I way can ahead have a of few me. off days. Wow, you were way, way ahead of me. Because, I mean, I'll, although I was speaking 
speaking the talk. I was not walking the walk. That's why I needed to enforce this challenge because it's, I'm creating more of a habit and I want to rewire my brain to, I want more joy. Well, that's the And like my friend Brene Brown says, there is no joy without gratitude. (laughs) Pick that one up off the floor. Except for now, I don't know if she's going to be my friend because I'm supposed to meet her next week, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to meet her. Corona. We just don't know. Coronavirus. We got to say coronavirus because Corona beer is taking a hit because of the same name. People are. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. The company is. It's crazy. That's too bad for them, but that's even worse for the people. I know. Places are all. And then all, you know. The hand sanitizer business is booming right now. I hit the jackpot. I got wet wipes. From Target. And you were like, I would have bought you some, but they cut me off. So Target has a a limit on how many you can buy. I'll give you a pro tip. All the sanitizer, like the aisle was wiped out. But if you go over to like, you know, the baskets that have the travel size, they have wet wipes over there. Yeah. And so I got, and I'm not like worried about it but i'll be flying and traveling the next we're going weeks. to new york and i saw the mayor of new yeah. york like on the news and there's some real so i was like i'll take some wet wipes. precautions going down but yeah check the travel bins i also saw in the news too like it this could be a good time that people invest in cruise lines and airlines because their stock is down yeah. and it will go back up i mean i listen it was just in passing. It was on the news. I <laughs> yeah. walked by. I heard that. Do not get your stock tip advice from me <laughs> yeah. at all whatsoever. Ever. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. <laughs> like, this is just not the place for that. Like, you should, yeah. There's a lot of good advice here, but I probably wouldn't go with <laughs> But they didn't say that. But yeah. it just, it is a bummer on what it's doing to our economy. And people are not shopping. Mary was telling me, I think that there's a, or somebody was telling me, there's a mall where if you go, if you shopped in person and you spent $1,500 that you would get, they would give you like $300 in oh, wow. gift card or voucher or credit or something because they just wanted people to come and shop in person yeah. and not necessarily online. And then Mary also posted a video of her and this was last weekend. She was at Fashion Island, which is an awesome mall, like mm-hmm. an outdoor mall in like Newport Beach. And there's always packed with people. And I thought, what are you there when it's not open? Like there was nobody there. I think I saw That's that. That's eerie to yeah. me. Like, do you have a coronavirus closet that you're working on? No, I guess because you're going to New York for a little bit. No, But I'm Bobby not, is think... building a closet to stay safe. Well. Not safe, to stay uh, prepared. Prepared? Yeah. I have safe, a go bag. Right. But then certain foods, like if you, like because grocery stores are going to be wiped clean of stuff. Like sort of like when a bad weather or something is coming, all the bread's gone because people get in freak out mode. But I think the big thing to like remind everyone and like stress here is, I mean, I'm no doctor, but everything I've read, I think from the level headed folks, don't get medical advice here. Don't get wall street advice from me. Don't get medical advice from Chase. You know, this is. Oh no. We're going to be okay. It's more. Wait, yes, like yeah. me, we're healthy individuals. Yeah. If I get coronavirus, I'm going to survive and be fine. My yeah. dad, I worry about him. 100%. He's weakened immune system, you know, currently in remission from cancer, but yeah. still has a lot of um, things that happen with that that really, like his lungs, pneumonia, like it'd be really bad for my dad to get this. So yes, I worry about him or young, young children, yeah. infants and stuff. So yeah, we do need to be careful. You do need to w- just wash your hands a lot. You need to not touch your face. I touch my face all the time. And clean your cell phones, like wherever where you yeah. touch, like just 
be aware because it can be just sitting there and then boom, you get it. And then like, you go stick your hand in your mouth and then just washing your hands is going to be the biggest thing. Yeah. And, like, and not birthday, touching your face. ABC it. twice. Yeah. Like my dad told me at three. the assisted like, living place there may, they yeah. told him to sing happy birthday twice, which how many seconds is that? I wonder why we have to give ourselves songs to sing seconds. over and over. Like, why don't we just count to 20? I don't know. Is it just because that's in, boring? I worked in a hospital for two years. So I'm in the good habit of every time you like, even though I wasn't like on the medical side, like anytime you enter and exit a room, you yeah. get the sanitizer, wash your hands. Which at hospitals, they do a great job of yeah. keeping the sanitizer right it right when you walk in the room or right before you so walk in So just whenever room. you see it, like go ahead and get a little bit and take mm-hmm. full advantage of keeping your hands clean. Yeah. Let's just do that for each yeah. other. Let's please. And like when the corona's gone. Like the coronavirus. The coronavirus. Sorry, corona. <laughs> but like, let's keep washing our hands, people. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a little maybe this will sort of like sort of like we'll, we'll rewire our brains um, to like, wash all the time, just like with gratitude. The more you practice it, the easier it gets. The more you practice washing your hands, the easier it gets. Um, I can't believe it. Okay, well, we'll go ahead and get into today's episode. Uh, I just want to encourage you, each and every person listening, even if you're not a female. I hope you enjoy this episode. But we are focusing on women today, and I just want to encourage all of you out there, especially women, that you're awesome and you can do whatever it is you set your mind to. I truly believe that. So um, yeah, surround yourself with good people that believe in you and that are positive and um, make sure that you try to be an encouragement to other people too, because we all could use a little bit of that. And then RadioAmy.com for anything you hear us talk about always. Okay, here is today's episode. Okay, so like I mentioned, I've got Britt Morin on the phone. And Britt, you're the founder of Britt & Co. And I read the the bio, your Instagram bio in the intro. But tell me a little bit about why you formed Britt & Co. And what you've learned about it when it comes to women and what's happening with us and where we're going. (laughs) Yeah, that's a loaded question, but I can try. (laughs) Tell us all the things. Exactly. Um, yeah, so I started Britain Co. almost 10 years ago. I was I was 25, if you can imagine. And at the time, I had come out of tech companies like Apple and Google. And especially my time at Google, I was working on YouTube and Google. And how-to search queries were always the top of, of Google and YouTube every year. And they were largely searched for by women. And similar to me, you know, women were looking for how to do things. Um, And yet, you know, I started, you know, finding that the content behind how to, like how to cook scrambled eggs or how to put up wallpaper um, was really boring and bland. And at the heart of all of this, the, the psychological need women had was they wanted to feel creative. It was also around the time that Pinterest was launching and, you know, Pinterest is like a woman's playground, right? It's like creative inspiration all day long. And so the original part of Britain Co. was to like inspire women to be more creative. And it turns out 76% of adult women say they're not creative. Uh, I don't know what you feel, Amy. <laughs> I, I I feel like I've said this before too, and I don't know what has happened, but I feel like in my early 20s, I felt super creative. And I don't know what happened, but I can't tap into it right now. And but in the last, you know, seven years or so, I have become a mom to two kids, like our 
I lost my mom to cancer. There's been certain life events and I have no idea if those things are related, but something about me just does not feel creative like I used to. And it bugs me so much. I feel like I need to go to therapy for it just to tap into my creativity. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, creativity is kind of therapy. Actually, there's a lot of studies about this where like, you know, you get lost in a flow state, whether you're, you're cooking, maybe you're painting, you're, you're, I think children are actually an amazing way to get back into creativity. But regardless, you know, you know, so we spent 10 years almost trying to help women become more creative and turns out like they couldn't even get there because, you know, creativity is so aspirational and most women in their 20s and 30s and 40s are just trying to survive every day. You know, now three quarters of us are working. Um, We don't have affordable childcare. So we're still the sort of household champion at home, like making sure the house is running, the kids are, you know, taken care of and we're working like we have no time for ourselves. And, And what that's led to is actual burnout and, you know, mental health problems. One in four women um, have some sort of mental health disorder, whether that's depression, anxiety, OCD, et cetera. Um, and and I, I think it's obvious, like we're just trying to do so many things. And so, you know, in the last year or two, Britain Co. has really shifted to being about how do we help women find more time for themselves, like keep learning, keep evolving, feel a little bit more fulfilled every day because they are growing and taking care of themselves. And like also just we say LOL a little because, like, let's not take ourselves too seriously. There's enough serious things happening in the world right now. Like, we can just be girlfriends together and have fun even while we're growing and learning. Yeah, wow. I mean, and it, have you seen, like, in the last 10 years, well, since you started Britain Co. and now, and especially the last two years when you've been focusing on that, have you seen a shift in some of the people that you've that have connected with y'all on this? Have you seen them start taking that initiative to learn more and be more creative? Yeah, it's been really fascinating. Um, we're trying to figure out exactly like what the breaking point is so we can repeat it over and over. But, you know, it starts with women dabbling, right? Like they take a chance on themselves to try something new. And that's, that's a really, that's like ste- stepping off the edge of the cliff, right? Like they don't feel confident. Um, they're, you know, they need to build up this courage to be brave, whatever it is, whether they're trying a new career, they're putting themselves out there and dating, maybe they're even just trying a new hairstyle that they think might be dumb, like the top knot or like something like that. Like for me, for instance, I feel like I look really dumb in a top knot, but you know what? Like sometimes I just need to try it because that is the domino effect. When you try something really small, that opens you up to trying one more small thing and one more small thing. And over time, you're building these habits of something much bigger. And and when you start taking a chance on yourself, you start to believe in yourself. And so whether it's you know taking some time out to be creative or making a, a bigger move, what we've seen at Britain Co., I can't tell you how many times a woman has stopped me on the streets, in the airport, wherever I am, and said to me, Britt, oh my gosh, I was an accountant. And like, no, like, I'm not trying to ding the accountants out there, but like, she'll say something like, I was an accountant. I hated my job. It was so boring. Like, I never felt creatively fulfilled. All I really loved was flower arranging. (laughs) And like, but I didn't think that was a career. And I started just arranging flowers on the weekend and like finding so much fulfillment out of it. And even though I get paid half as much, I quit my job in accounting and I started a flower shop and I've never been happier. And, and like, it's that moment that I'm like, oh, this is like what every woman needs to do. You know, find that thing that lights them up. 
Oh, I love that. And you, yeah, find what you're passionate about and then start small. It's not like she went and quit her job right away and then was like, okay, I'm going to open a flower shop. It's like she started on the weekends and then just started dabbling here and then grew it and then left her job. And now she is much more fulfilled. And I thought it was interesting too that you said, you know, it can start with something as simple as a top knot and taking baby steps because I too, sometimes with fashion, I don't like to take a risk of whatever's in or I feel like I look stupid. And then I look back on once I do take that, because for me, especially being in the public eye sometimes, I feel like I I don't like that I have to put too much emphasis on what I'm going to wear to something. But I know that if it's amazing, that I'm going to be so much more confident up there and I'm going to feel good. And I would say uh, Kelly from Velvet's Edge, Kelly Henderson, she helps me pick out my clothes. And most of the time when she shows me something, I'm like, nope, no way. Can't do that. Not doing it. That's just not me. I can't wear that. What is that? That's so, that's the fashionista people wear that. That's not me. And then she encourages me to just do it. And then I do it and it's such a small step, but I feel like so confident. And then like a few months later, I find myself wearing that kind of all the time, but that confidence just grows and plays on it. And I know it sounds silly because it's, it's a style or a, a way to do your hair or a piece of clothing, but I performed better at my job. I just was out there owning it more simply because I felt really good inside. And it, it is, it's a snowball effect, which then allowed me to take more risks and just stand there with my head high and the microphone and like, is what I'm saying? Making sense. I feel silly because it's about clothes, but it's um, not necessarily creativity, but it's about confidence. Um, Exactly. I actually think what what we learned is that creativity and confidence are interlinked, right? Um, Because most women aren't confident enough to be creative. I think creativity is everything too, right? It's what, like what you put on your body, like what you dress yourself in, how you do your makeup, that is art, right? You're matching things. You're doing, especially like makeup, you're doing gradients and, you know, hair, hair styling is an art, you know, getting ready every day, you're making breakfast, you're cooking, that's an art, that's creativity, you're decorating your home, like there's creativity in so many of the things we do. And to your point, like just a little baby step will really help you continue to make like bigger and bigger strides over time. Mm -hmm. Okay, I love it. Well, thank you for the encouragement that you are to women and all that you do, like through your company. I Again, I'll just reiterate reiterate your bio that you're on a mission to help women feel better, to get smarter and LOL a little. And then one of your posts that I saw recently too is um, was saying that behind every woman is, and I saw one of your latest posts too, and I assume it was for International Women's Day, but you put up behind every successful woman is a group text hyping her up. And it, it, I, I want to say that as a reminder to get a group text going with your girlfriends. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think, you know, we live in this culture where the mentality is that girls want to tear each other down and, you know, we're so competitive and catty. But like at the end of the day, I know, I don't know about you, but for me, I have probably four or five girl group texts of different groups of women, like one walk of life, you know, is college. I still have my college friends. We have like a WhatsApp group together. You know, I have another from some of my work friends and just like the little milestones, you know, like whether it's like my kid had a tantrum and I kept it together and I am so proud of myself or like, I mean, this morning, one of the group threads was like, 
Is it is it still like trendy to wear a one piece bathing suit? <laughs> like like or am I gonna be like a total mom? You know, and, and so it's just like little things that, you know, women can be supportive of each other and I think at the end of the day, like we are all fairly insecure. Like I hate to admit it, but it's true. It's the way that we're raised in this culture from the time we're girls. You know, I'm on the board of the Girl Scouts, actually, and so I have a bunch of data about girls and, and you know, the pressure that girls face as they're getting older and the stigmatism of the media and what we're supposed to be and all these different things. And, like, of course we're insecure as women, and so we need each other to hold us up, whether it's, like, to make a huge move in our career or in a relationship or something so small as like, will I be totally like dorky if I get a one piece swimsuit or am I going to be like actually still trendy and cute? Yeah. (laughs) And then I think that the, the topics will get, um, they can get much deeper. They can be something simple about, Hey, how should I wear this? And then you also have that group text to go to if there's something really hard in life or you need legit advice, like life advice. I, this conversation reminded me of post that I saw that my friend put up on International Women's Day named Laura. And um, I just pulled it up so I could read it because I thought it was, it fits perfectly with this. She said, when my sister was planning her wedding several years ago, she would send group texts to me along with some of our closest friends to ask opinions on different things she was deciding on for her wedding. After we all gave our opinion on something, she jokingly responded, okay, thanks for your support. And just like that, our group of BFFs had a name this support group. And it's the best thing to happen to me. And I can't imagine my life without them. Happy International Women's Day. And so it started with simple like, yeah, just wedding questions. But they named their text group, the support group. And I know, I know she's not putting it in here, but I can tell by reading that, that the text became so much more than just about wedding stuff, you know? Yeah, of course. I'm in a mom's group called Reality Check. (laughs) And it's because like, we have to ask each other, like, am I Am I being crazy right now? I mean, I'm sure you get this a lot, too. Like, when, you know, A, you really don't know how... Parenting is, like, a skill you learn on the go. Um, B, like, there's just crazy things that happen, and you don't know what to do. And so, having a group to just bounce that off of and be like, what should I be doing right now? Did I make this call right? Like, am I crazy? It's just so nice, you know? It's so refreshing that people will be there so honestly for you, especially in a world of social media where I think we're a mile wide and an inch deep. Like, to know that we have these pockets that go super deep is is incredibly refreshing and and necessary in this day and age. Yeah, and Britain Co. is doing something positive on social media. So give them a follow. I think that we give social media a bad rap sometimes because there is some negativity on there and we don't have time for that. But... I have met one of my best friends on Twitter. I actually have a girl flying in from New York today to do a disordered eating podcast with me, like a series that we're working on. I met her on Instagram. And, you know, so there are positive things and there are companies and people out there like Brit that are doing things to empower and spread the positivity. So thank you for that. And then next, Britt, will you, I want you to talk to you in the second thing. I want you to talk to us about what you did, your little experiment that was called Give It a Week, because I think a lot of women may want to try this out, try out what you did. Um, so we'll do that next. Second thing. Okay, so Britt, tell us about Give It a Week. So um, a couple years ago, I was heading into the new year and I hadn't made my big New Year's resolution yet because I was frankly like annoyed that I had 
like failed all my New Year's resolutions in years prior. But turns out I'm not alone. The average date that most people fail their New Year's resolution turns out to be February 8th. So, so most of us, you know, are, are getting about five weeks in of whatever that big goal is that we set for ourselves a year. Um, and then we fail and we feel bad about it, whether it's like losing weight, like getting on a diet, like changing career, whatever. So for me, I was like, I'm not going to fail again. You know, there's a million things that I've been wanting to do, but they're also little. Like, and then I was like, wait a second. What if I do one a week for 52 weeks? That seems totally doable. These things were also random, by the way, like stuff I just wanted to try, um, ranging from like, I wanted to practice, um, everything from like sewing to coding to like drawing. I wanted to drink more water. I wanted to like try this experiment of, fitting all of my trash for the week inside of a mason jar to really understand what like a zero waste lifestyle was like. I wanted to try being blonde for a week. I wanted to try being edgy for a week because I'm a very conservative person. So anyways, I did 52 of these experiments, one a week, and I committed to putting them on Instagram in my stories every day just so people would hold me accountable. And it transformed my life. Um, First of all, like similar to what we just talked about, it created this community of women that started doing them with me. And so I had this support group, you know, when I was feeling so dumb learning how to dance on the internet, like there were other women learning how to dance just alongside me. And, um, and I failed at a lot of things and that was really awkward to do publicly, but it made me so much stronger. And frankly, like, you know, as a mom, I'm, I'm 34. I run a company that's venture backed, you know, Silicon Valley, you know, really high stakes. It's really stressful. I have two kids that are toddlers. Like I would never have thought I could be exposed to, you know, 52 things, um, in a year. And, frankly, it felt like I hit almost everything on my bucket list, you know, that I had wanted to try in life. And I found things that really stuck. And so um, it was, it's been something I've continued to do now, you know, over a year later. And um, anytime I want to try something like, so for instance, I recently tried oil pulling. Um, Like I heard a bunch of hype about how swishing coconut oil in your mouth can make your teeth whiter and kill germs and bacteria more effectively. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of it. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to try that for a week. And every day I did like 20 minutes of oil pulling and you can see the before and after on my Instagram, but I think it totally worked. And so, um, it's just been like such a cool new way for me to live because seven days is not hard to commit to. It's probably like most of the things I did, it requires 30 minutes or less a day. And I have this whole community with me, you know, rooting me on or doing it alongside me. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to think, what could I start to try? You mentioned fitting trash in a mason jar for a week and having a more minimalist type lifestyle. What Talk to me about that week. Yeah, it was really hard. Um, you know, I think I learned a lot about the type of products I use um, from like, you know, disposable water, but like plastic water bottles and takeout containers and, you know, straws, like everything else that um, I end up trashing most days. And so now you know, almost two years later, I have all glass water bottles, all reusable. You know, I, I, um, I try to bring my own, you know, food containers with me to the office. Um, you know, when I bring my lunch in, things like that. Um, it was even hard (laughs) back when I was doing this, I had a baby who was, um, I think he was one and a half at that point. And so I switched to cloth diapers, which was a whole experience. Um, 
And I, yeah, I actually found that really difficult. <laughs> but, um, so, um, but yeah, I mean, it just made me more aware of how much trash, you know, we humans are creating every week and how we could be a little bit more thoughtful. Um, you know, paper towels versus dishcloths, you know, stuff like that. It, it really, um, it's about like all these little things that really add up. Now, when you documented that, like your year of doing that, was that on your, your Brit, which her Instagram handle is at Brit. And then the company one is at Brit and co, which, where does that live? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That, um, give it a week is on at Brit and I've archived all of the weeks. Um, so you can see them right at the top of my profile, but yeah, I, I've done, you know, some of them were heavier, some of them were lighter. Um, I did, you know, like, you know how Steve Jobs and Mark Zuckerberg wear the same thing every day? Yeah. You know, I, I was like, oh, you know, and in order to be more efficient with my mornings, I'm going to wear the same outfit every day for a week. <laughs> so it's like random things like that all the way to, um, I found really cool new technologies. Um, there's an app, for instance, called Venito that teaches you how to sing in tune, which I thought was so amazing. Um, so I took singing lessons um, through this app and learned how to tune my voice, which, you know, just like fun things I would have never discovered before. And also like who that's a mom of two running a company takes time out to learn to sing. Like that's so random, but I enjoyed it so much. And it just made me like have my time for 30 minutes a day where I felt like I was evolving and growing and becoming a better person. When you talk about having your time, I think that's another important thing we need to remind women is just about um, taking care of yourself and, and self-care like you you need to make sure that you're you're being watered because sometimes that's how I feel literally when I'm drinking my water I can feel myself come alive but you have to think of the figuratively what are you doing to water yourself and give yourself that that space to grow and be as awesome as you need to be which sometimes might be taking up a new hobby or an activity where really there's no, you're not going to, it's not going to get you anywhere in the world. Like you're not gaining anything. I think we're constantly after the hustle and how busy can we be and what can we, we be accomplishing. And if you're not doing something that's productive towards your end goal, then you're, it's a waste of time, but we should all step back and really kind of find things where really literally we're kind of, it, what we're doing really means nothing, but it could be good for our soul. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And I think the one thing is to be aware of how much time you fill, you know, in these down moments with with social media or Netflix, you know, or, or any of these things. You know, the average um, American adult is spending five to six hours a day on their phone and on, um, you know, video or TV content. It's like, oh, my gosh, even if you made it four hours a day, imagine what you could do with that extra hour or two of your life, whether it's like taking a warm bath or like learning, you know, to um, draw or sing or dance or, you know, practicing something new that you would never have thought of before. And so I would just really encourage each other. I actually did some some weeks where I, I did like a social, uh, no social media for a week. I also did a week without my phone, but I could have like my computer and my Apple watch. <laughs> so it just made me like stop fidgeting as much for the week. Um, and, and so just little things and just see how you feel. I think that's the whole goal is like, does it stick? Should you incorporate that into your life? Or if not, that's awesome. Like you tried it and you can like pass it on, you know, and just trying new things that will make you a more transformative person and a more, I think, frankly, interesting person because you've been exposed to so many more things in life.
Oh, I agree. And I know that your give it a week experiment is um, what kind of, you have a new podcast called Teach Me Something New, and it was part of the inspiration for that, right? Yeah, exactly. It's the same kind of idea. Um, The podcast, you know, has a new episode every week um, with a different type of theme of something to learn. Um, And so, you know, it's the same idea. Actually, all of the Britain Co., the website, our email, everything is migrating to be about this one topic a week. And um, oftentimes, I'm actually going to be doing Give It A Week challenges alongside the topic of the podcast as well. And so we're interviewing experts, you know, scientists, celebrities, athletes um, to get their expertise on these different topics. And then, um, again, I'm going to be sharing kind of my perspective on it and actually trying some of them each week. Um, And I would love, you know, for anyone out there to join me as well. Um, I'll be sharing all of it on at Brit um, on Instagram or, or at Brit and Co. We also have an email you can sign up for or just listen to the podcast. Teach me something new. Yeah. Okay. Well, if anyone's looking to try to give something a week, they can, now they go hand in hand. They can listen to teach me something new, whatever you taught, maybe that could be the thing they try for the week. (laughs) So exactly. exactly. Yes. Well, I love it. Thank you for what you're doing to empower women. You're awesome, Britt. And I appreciate you coming on to talk with us. Thanks so much for having me. Okay, so I'm going to go over some ways that you can empower women and girls. I saw a post by worldvision.org that they put up in honor of International Women's Day, which was last Sunday. And it's simple things that you can do to help empower women right in your own home or all over the world, whatever it looks like for you, however you want to do it. If you are a girl, if you're a guy listening to this, maybe you want to get in on empowering women and young girls. Um, But if you're a mom, I encourage you to grab your daughter, make this a conversation. Let this be something maybe y'all can bond over. How do y'all want to invest in other women in your life or in women that you don't even know? Um, They had seven things listed in this article. And at number seven is actually something I want to mentioned first because it costs nothing and words are free. And it's simply tell the women in your life that they care and you care or they matter and that you care about them. I mentioned this last week in the intro with Chase before the Kelsey Ballerini interview because we were that episode was leading up to International Women's Day. And I encourage y'all on that day to just reach out to a woman that you respect and that empowers you and lift them up, tell them why you appreciate them. And that's, that's basically what they're saying to do here. And we can continue to do this year round, but we're going to kind of have a theme this whole month of March in the, in the podcasts that uh, support women because it's, it's basically women's month. It's technically women's history month, but we're going to make it all about the ladies. So really, if you want to encourage empower girls, Starting your own home, your workplace, your community, just write a note of thanks, send a text, pick up the phone, make a phone call. Maybe it's to an old teacher who encouraged you years ago. What a nice surprise that that would be. Or if you've got kids that have teachers, you could surprise them with a note and even have your kids get in on it too, or pick up coffee for that new mom in your office who's struggling to balance it all, something like that. Or if you've got a friend that has a new baby, how can you help out and lift her up? Tell your own sister, your daughter, your mother, your mother-in-law, sister-in-law, somebody in your life, just how much you appreciate them. So that's an easy way to empower women. You can also um, help out a new mom through various organizations. I know 
we work with through Espoir, our line that supports Haiti. Espoir means hope in Haitian Creole. If y'all shop Espoir, y'all have empowered women. Um, But you could maybe find specific groups you want to work with or volunteer with or make a donation to. Or you could just shop Espoir. But really, a lot of the work we do in Haiti is with maternity centers, uh, particularly Heartline Ministry and Project MediShare, where they are empowering moms every day. And they're they're bringing in pregnant women. And there's a high mortality rate in these third world countries where a lot of times in the birthing process, mothers lose their lives and then you have orphans. And they really are helping in the orphan cycle by giving the women the tools that they need to survive and have a healthy pregnancy. And then postpartum care, they give them that too. So I feel like you could shop Espoir to do that, or you could research organizations in the U.S. or in other countries that might be on your heart, and you could find a way to help new moms and help them have a healthy life. Because honestly, I feel like I I I was born in a hospital. If I I never was able to get pregnant, I have two adopted children. But if I were to get pregnant, I would be able to go to my doctor for all of my appointments. I would be able to give birth in a hospital. That is not the case for, I mean, even if I wanted to give birth at home, it would be done so in a healthy manner. I could have a midwife and all the things that I need. It doesn't have to be in a hospital per se, but you see what I'm saying? Like I would have all the tools I needed to have a healthy pregnancy because of my privilege. And I was born with privilege and that's not lost on me. I know that I work hard and that I have kept that, but I was born into a good family. I have good relationships. I have a steady life. Like, yeah, I mean, that's my privilege. Not everybody in this world was born with that. So we need to keep that in mind, especially for other women, especially if you're a mom, you know what it was like. Think of other, think if you were born in another country that, or another place or a different part of America or our world or a different socioeconomic status that your family didn't have. I mean, your resources are just different. So I think empowering new moms in that way is the way to do it. Um, You can use your voice to help keep girls in school. Like education is so important. Gosh, I also think of the work we do in Haiti with Project MediShare because they have a school there that we support. Our Four Things Gratitude Journal supports education in Haiti. We're also involved in a few other groups in Haiti that are helping with schooling and education. And it it really is super important. I mean, it could be, it's life altering if a girl has an education or not. And 130 million girls ages six to 17 are out of school. So there's actually um, an act called Keeping Girls in School Act. And it can help more adolescent girls around the world stay in school and receive high-quality education. So you could ask your representatives in the U.S. House or Senate to co-sponsor this important act. I mean, that's something where you can, like, really get in and make a difference. Um, invest in small business owners. Like, there's, I think, of Noonday Collection, uh, the work that Jessica Honor is doing. She's the founder of that, and she has artisans all over the world, um, a lot of them female and it has changed their lives like they went from poverty to now they have they're running their own business in their wherever they live in this world like she's literally got them all over the place and now they can 
buy homes and their kids can go to school and their life, they can have food. Their life is just different. And I, I love Noonday Collection. Think about where you're shopping. Like she's got cute jewelry and handbags and a lot of other things. Like you can think of where you're spending your money and look for uh, hardworking female entrepreneurs who are making an impact in this world. I mean, there's there's a lot more than just Noonday Collection, but I'm just thinking of her because she's a friend of mine and she's a female and she really is making an impact globally for for women and children. Um, you can mentor a girl close to home. That's another option. Like many girls growing up in the United States are held back by poverty, poor performing schools, and teen violence, which is something I hadn't really thought about. But you could reach out and influence the life of a girl in your own community by volunteering. One way to do that is through big brothers, big sisters. Uh, Bobby on the Bobby Bone Show, he was a big brother for a while. Now I know this is about empowering women, but guys, you can get in and help help boys out there too. But my friend Lauren Petrowski, based out of Austin, she is really involved with big brothers, big sisters. And you can be a mentor uh, for young girls out there and kids that you know maybe don't have a mom type figure in their life or their mom is working a lot, like their mom wants to be there, but can't. Um, so yeah, mentor a girl close to home. Every community has something different, but big brothers, big sisters, I, I personally know is great, doing great things. You can support girls and women in crisis. This is what, this is hard. It gets me, you know, millions of girls are subjected to um, abuse, child labor, trafficking, child marriage and other offenses. And so, We've got to protect girls and women from this. Like, and when they're given an education and they're given the skills, like they they have more of a chance of not falling into that. Even adopting our daughter Stashira, we we adopted older kids from Haiti, and Stashira was probably five and a half or six when we started the process with her, and she didn't come to America until she was ten. But the older children are, the less likely they get matched. And some of them age out. And I, even Stashira, I just thought, oh my gosh, like we're, if you feel called to adopt older children, uh, please, please try to start that process and do it. Because when girls age out, depending on the type of education they have or where they fall or what type of orphanage they were in, and then where they go when they turn 18 or whatever age it is, it can be really scary out there. And they fall into some stuff that's unimaginable. Um or that is hard to even imagine is really happening, but guess what? It is, it is happening. And world vision actually has a girls and women in crisis fund, which helps in developing countries, uh, poverty and harmful cultural traditions, like often really deny women the ability to thrive. And it, it forces them into this stuff that I was talking about, like early marriage, um, and different abuses that are hard to think about, and then no education. So you can donate through worldvision.org, like that is an option. Then there's also, um, lastly, clean water. Um, That's important. Like women are getting water all over the world. They spend 200 million hours each day getting water, and it's often dirty and dangerous for their health. And I know when I was in Kenya, and I know I'm in Haiti, like, it's the women that I see fetching the water. I don't know where the men are. I'm not saying it's all men that aren't doing it, but but it's the women that are out there with the buckets on their head, walking miles and miles to get water for their family. And oftentimes it may not even be 
clean. So you can actually help provide clean water through World Vision as well. Worldvision.org, they have a clean water fund. So you can make a donation there. So there you go. That's just some ways where you can help uh, empower women and girls, maybe right in your community or all over the world. I just really feel like we've got to take action. And instead of just saying we want to empower women, let's let's really do something about it. So maybe none of these things speak to you. Find something that speaks to you and try to go do it. Okay, so for this last thing, I am going to close with a poem by Maya Angelou, and it's called Phenomenal Woman. Pretty women wonder where my secret lies. I'm not cute or built to suit a fashion model's size. But when I start to tell them, they think I'm telling lies. I say, it's in the reach of my arms, the span of my hips, the stride of my step, the curl of my lips. I'm a woman, phenomenally, phenomenal woman. That's me. I walk into a room, just as cool as you please, and to a man, the fellows stand or fall down on their knees. Then they swarm around me, a hive of honeybees. I say, it's the fire in my eyes and the flash of my teeth, the swing in my waist and the joy in my feet. I'm a woman, phenomenally. Phenomenal woman, that's me. Men themselves have wondered what they see in me. They try so much, but they can't touch my inner mystery. When I try to show them, they say they still can't see. I say, it's in the arch of my back, the sun of my smile, the ride of my breasts, the grace of my style. I'm a woman, phenomenally. Phenomenal woman, that's me. Now you understand just why my head's not bowed. I don't shout or jump about or have to talk real loud. When you see me passing, it ought to make you proud. I say, it's in the click of my heels, the bend of my hair, the palm of my hand, the need for my care. Because I'm a woman, phenomenally, phenomenal woman. That's me. Okay, so that's a wrap on today's episode. I want to thank Britt for coming on and talking with us for a little bit. And then I just hope y'all continue to empower women around you and know that you are awesome and strong and you can do it, whatever that is. If you need encouragement, I hope you're getting that from people in your life. Um, But make sure you're giving it back to others. And uh, you can do that if you want to, Give them a shirt so that they know that they are empowered and they empower you from our Empowered Women's line. Um, It says, Empowered Women Empower Women, and there's a little heart, and Stashira drew it. Don't forget, that's the cutest part. Her little signature is on the inside label, and I feel like by us making this those shirts and allowing her to do it, that was us empowering her, which is super cool because she loves seeing her artwork on shirts and y'all are buying them. So it's super cool. All the proceeds are going to our Empowered Women's Fund. And you can check those out at RadioAmy.com. And my my email shout out today is a question that also has to do with shirts that we make. And those are the Pimp and Joy ones. So I'll get into that. The shout out is from Allison. said, Hey, Amy, I've been binging your podcast lately. And I thought I would email you with a lingering question. I think it's never been addressed on the podcast because it's kind of a stupid question. But what does pimpin mean in pimpin joy? Like big pimpin? I want to buy a shirt, but I want to completely be able to explain it when people ask. Now, I feel like if people are just asking you in passing, the simple answer is to say, yeah, it's representing joy. And it's about choosing joy for yourself and spreading joy to others. And all Pimp and Joy items sold uh, go towards a good cause. All the proceeds, every time. We don't keep any of the money. So that's 
that's the short answer. And you can even, if you have a little bit more time, you can be like, it all started with this girl, Amy, her mom, Judy, she had cancer and she didn't want to let it get it, get her down. And she wanted to choose her mission was to choose joy. And she prayed one day, Lord, use this cancer for good. And so for me, the whole Pimp and Joy line is a huge answer to my mom's prayer. And she would freak out if she was alive today. And she knew like all the money, the, you know, over a couple million dollars that's been able to help others. And we've come alongside groups and individuals and just spread joy. And it's all because of you who shop the Pimp and Joy line. Um, but to get in a little further, and I don't think I would, if someone comes up and asks you about your shirt, you don't need to get into this detail, but Pimp and Joy came from my mom's Twitter handle. Um, she wanted to treat, I, well, she didn't want to, I encouraged her to create a Twitter account to keep listeners on the Bobby Bone Show up to date with her cancer progress. And we were at MD Anderson in the waiting room and she needed a handle. So we were typing them in like Judy chooses joy, joyful Judy, like everything with Judy and joy was taken everything. So I jokingly typed in Judy B pimp and joy, like, you know, pimpin representing, um, that basically what it means is representing joy and Judy B pimp and joy was available. Shocker. I know. And so that was her handle and she would post on Twitter and her handle's still up. You can go check out her page if you want to not tons of posts up there, but I think it's cool that I still have that to go back and look at sometimes. And then on the Bobby Bone Show, Bobby was like, hey, if our listeners are out Pimp and Joy, we want to know about it. And an easy way for you to share with us on social media so we can track it and see what you're doing is if we create the hashtag Pimp and Joy. So, you know, from her Twitter handle, Judy Pimp and Joy, the hashtag Pimp and Joy was born. And then after we were seeing all the people hashtag and do cool things, then Mary from the shop forward was like, hey, we could make hats. The shop forward wasn't even the shop forward yet, but she had the idea in her head. And she's like, I'll go ahead and create, create it. I can do it. And then Pim and Joy was her first collaboration, like her first thing that she ever did, which is super cool because the shop forward has grown a lot since then. And it's really cool to know that Pim and Joy was the first. So Pim and Joy right now is supporting tornado relief. We're at over a hundred thousand dollars. Y'all are amazing. RadioAmy.com for everything. And also, no question is ever a stupid question. No email is ever stupid. So please, if y'all have questions, send them to me. Um, and if I'm not addressing it, it's because I just feel like, yeah, we've said it over and over, but I know we have new listeners and we know there's people that miss things. And I definitely want y'all to know the roots and the true meaning behind Pimp and Joy because it is super special. And I love that y'all are curious about it and you want to support it and that you wear your Pimp and Joy hats, hoodies, shirts, tank tops, all the things you wear them proudly because um, they are doing good in this world and they are super, super special, especially to me and my family. Okay, over and out. See you next Tuesday for the Q&A episode. Bye. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful, thing. Laugh a little more, thing. Tight, tighten up your core, thing. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown.